thanks. My name is Tim and I'm an alcoholic. Um, I also have a document containing lots of notes. Um, this can be distributed afterwards by Nico. Um, I also um, have a little uh, recovery website on which I've posted the notes. If you want that, take my card afterwards. It'll take you directly to that. I'm also recording this and I'll make that available. Uh, what I'm going to be talking about today is chairing business meetings and group conscience meetings. Um, I have been chairing business meetings and group conscience meetings for about 23 years now in AA at various levels, so I've got some experience of this. Um, I don't want to get bogged down in technical details. Uh, the documents I'm making available cover lots and lots of the technical details. I want to talk about the ideas behind chairing a business meeting or a group conscience meeting. Um, my sponsor is fond of, fond of saying that spiritual principles will solve all my problems and unspiritual principles will cause all my problems. And I think this operates within my own life uh, at group level and at the level of service in AA, and the steps are there to bring me into alignment. Uh, the traditions are there to bring the group into alignment, and the concepts are there to bring the service work of AA into alignment with what one might call God's will. Um, and the role of the business meeting and the group conscience meeting, I'll talk about the distinction between the two, um, to understand the role, one's got to understand the whole structure of the concepts, uh, which is a method of taking uh, God's will, as it were, in the ether and turning it into a set of concrete actions carried out, carried out by actual people. And this ca gets carried out through a chain of delegated authority via the group conscience then down to the intergroup, down to the region, down to the general service conference, down to the board of trustees, down to their subcommittees, and actions get taken at every stage. And as long as people are acting within their delegated authority, taking initiative, reporting back, asking for help when necessary, consulting when necessary, but acting within that delegated authority, nothing can go wrong. The key element which makes all of this work is effective business meetings and group conscience meetings which produce the decisions and which form the basis for that delegated authority. If the business meetings and group conscience meetings don't run properly, nothing works. Um, the next point, uh, I uh, sponsor people in various fellowships which are much newer than AA in all sorts of different countries. And I've seen attempts to reinvent the wheel of how to run a 12-step fellowship, um, where people try to form other structures uh, to take the place of the concepts. And I've never seen it work. Uh, what's very interesting is that uh, a lot of the problems that I see in other countries, and, and with smaller fellowships in this country as well, is the creation of parallel structures, parallel reporting structures, 
and back channels. And it's starting to happen even in AA with group business being transacted on WhatsApp groups, for instance, or by email circular, as opposed to everyone sitting in a room looking at each other and having to sit there politely until a decision is made that pretty much everyone can agree with. And so the first point I'd like, the first real point I'd like to make is that the business of AA must be brought under the aegis of God acting through the group conscience in either a business meeting or a group conscience meeting. When I got to AA, there was rarely a distinction between the two, but I think there is a very major, dis- major distinction. The purpose of a business meeting is to transact business which has broadly been agreed on already. The group conscience meeting is where the major matters of policy for the group are decided. And in the AA service structure, the major matters of policy are decided by conference and then the board carries it out. Within a group, both of those functions are fulfilled by the group members, but there must be a clear distinction. Are we here to discuss in general what the group does and what its purpose is and how it's going to do it? Or are we going to be simply talking about how to effectively and efficiently implement those decisions? And so my home group operates a very strict distinction between the two. If people try to raise group conscience issues at a business meeting, it gets kicked to a group conscience meeting, which is held in a much more relaxed way at a separate time, uh, sometimes in in some groups in a separate place, where um, you allow the wild animals to run around, as it were, to allow new ideas to come to the fore and be developed without any formal decisions necessarily being made, whereas business meetings, in my experience, must be run very tightly. And so uh, the first point about how to run uh, a business meeting is to make sure that the content is clear. And there are going to be standing reports by officers, there are going to be ad hoc issues which need to be dealt with, there may be any other business raised at the end, and one can have free sharing sessions. Now, in an AA group, normally, you know, people can, by and large, share whatever they like. I mean, some things may be frowned on, but rarely is anyone stopped. Uh, people try to take that principle into business meetings, and it doesn't fly, because you cannot get the business transacted if the rule is anyone can say anything about anything at whatever length they choose. You, you won't get the business done, you'll be sidetracked. So the content has to be pretty tightly controlled with an agenda. If someone wants to discuss something, that's absolutely fine, but it has to be notified in advance, put on the, the agenda with background information and notes if possible, and circulated to everyone so that any discussion which takes place on the basis of that idea raised is an informed group conscience and not some emotive shooting from the hip. Um, If we're going to have discussion, vote and substantial unanimity from Concept 12 implemented, it's got to be based on an informed group conscience without any haste in the decision-making process. There's a wonderful proverb that God's mills grind slowly but exceedingly well. And I think any attempt to speed up that process uh, produces bad results. Um, uh, The free sharing... Intergroup. It's important that there is a safety valve 
for all sorts of tensions and worries and concerns that build up. And so we would allow that, I think once or twice a year, a 20-minute session for people to just share whatever they want, one-minute time limit each, if people want to develop a proposal based on that, absolutely free to. Um, But then the question is to go away to prepare the proposal and to come back, not to go from initial idea through to decision in the space of five minutes. That, that, That doesn't work. With how discussions are conducted at intergroups, I think it's terribly important that everyone gets to take a turn. And so, particularly if there is a contentious discussion, have someone uh, with a bell, everyone gets a minute, no one gets to share twice unless everyone who wants to share once has been given a chance. And as a chair, my job is to make sure that the quieter voices are heard uh, as well as the noisier authorities and to uh, uh, also try to guide the discussion to encourage people to contribute only new ideas, not to reiterate and endorse constantly back and forth. The vote is the point at which one gets to endorse or reject ideas. The point of the discussion is to bring the ideas to the fore and let them percolate through people's consciousness. Um, What else? I've often had to boundary... Uh, both content and tone. So I gently bring people back onto topic, remind them of what the topic is, um, and also suggest that people restrict their contributions to sharing their own ideas and experience and considerations and not to uh, refer to other people directly, in particular in a critical way. It's terribly important, as a former chair of London Region North, who would say that the primary job of the chair of a region meeting is to maintain unity. So I'm looking out for any contribution which is threatening unity and seeking to gently bring the conversation back whilst not overly censoring the person who's stepped out of line. Because they're part of the group as well, they've got to be kept inside the circle as it were. And just a a couple of things um, about um, I've only got a few seconds left. A couple of things about uh, decision-making. Um, two-thirds is often accepted for an important decision, but frankly, substantial unanimity, in my experience, should be a lot more than that. If there is still a big minority, and a quarter is actually still quite a big minority, that is not on board with an idea, maybe we haven't finished discussing it yet. And unless a decision needs to be made right now, how about we defer it? If everything gets heated, the decision won't be a good one. Or we won't know if it's a good one, because if we're not at peace, how do we know that the decision is not motivated by negative emotion? So it should be deferred any way if possible. And a terribly good, two terribly useful tools. The first one is to encourage anyone that has a view to submit a written contribution. Those written contributions will then be anonymised collated into a document and sent out so people can consider them for a month between now and the next meeting. The second thing which solves the most horrible disputes where people get very emotionally engaged is to take the ringleaders, as it were, uh, the people who are most vociferous in the voicing of their opinions and say, why don't you together form a subcommittee to discuss this issue 
to set out in writing all sorts of alternative proposals to work together to gather all the information necessary and revert back and you can present to us your findings at the next intergroup meeting. And you always discover by this means whether the noisy authorities actually want to uh, back up what they're saying with hard work on behalf of AA or whether it's just noise. Um, and I've seen very good results come out of this. Um, and uh, that's pretty much all I've got to say, but I'm available for questions afterwards and I can provide all of this information and more to anyone who's interested. Thank you. Thank you.